Good. I'm done. Good. I've done good. Now, yesterday, Gretchen, we talked about controversy. And I just thought, what a perfect segue for today. Yes. Controversy. Three, two, one. Hi, I'm Gretchen. And I'm Richard. Welcome to Daily Chit Chat. Join us every weekday as we talk about what's streaming, what we're loving, where we're going, and maybe some obscure references. Let's Let's chit chat. chat. Your four favorite syllables. Yeah, controversy. You know it. You know, there's a there's a house called the Big Brother House. Oh, boy. Uh-huh. I think it's on the CBS lot, Paramount lot, somewhere. But it is a quote-unquote house. Officially. Is it a house of controversy or a house of a bunch of pacifists? It's a house of controversy, I'd say. Um, Shannon and I have discussed this. There have been racial issues with the house in this um all-star season we had the most people of color that we've seen in the big brother house at the same time in a long while but it seems like we have certain house guests that keep getting their names dragged through the um proverbial mud if you will tmz keeps quoting that um player memphis garrett has almost said the n-word which it turns out it's not really true tmz of course sensationalized it but it wasn't surprising that that could have happened so i think it got a lot of media attention what he said about player david david who is an african-american in the house memphis who is white and from the south um he said wait his name is memphis his parents named him Memphis and he is from the South. Correct. So they named him after one of the lovely cities that. I wonder if he was named after that walking in Memphis song, but that's neither here nor there. You know, I, I should research it. It's I, I understand why. And the funny thing is Danny is another house guest in the house. She named her daughter, I believe Tennessee. So after Tennessee Williams I hope I hope so so there's Memphis in the house Danny's daughter who's outside of the house but the mom is in the house Tennessee Memphis Tennessee together they make the whole spiel wait are they is that their child together no it's not she married someone else in the big brother house as you can see she married someone else that she met in big brother correct Whoa. whoa yeah Danny and Donnie. Was that controversial when that happened? Danny and Donnie. Uh, I think Don and Danny, I think people like it. They stan it. Okay, great. Yeah, so nothing Both controversial relationship. yet. Um, relationship. Showmance. Ific. Okay, so Memphis is a borderline possible racist, um, is what you're saying. Right. Memphis was saying, uh, he was saying that David is, uh, he's such an it. And then he didn't finish it. And then he said, uh-huh. he's just really dumb. Yeah. So do you see where the controversy is? He was probably going to say 
David is an idiot. But when you stop at the N part of that word, an idiot, it sounds terrible. And he has been bullying David the whole season, calling him a rookie, calling him, you know, you want to, do you want a seat at the big, big boys table? Do you want, you know? Wow. He must have some Thanksgiving dinner related trauma in his life. Yikes. I think think so. So that's some of the controversy going around in the house is the white people alliance, the alliance made up of Caucasians is picking quote unquote picking off the african-american and other minority house guests you know out of the house one by one not giving them a chance you know sounds like a lot of tension probably running through that big brother house too yeah and they all had racial sensitivity training at the beginning of the season this year interesting yeah so it's almost like it got brought into the forefront by the big brother producers and it's it didn't make it go away. Well, I can't wait to hear what you and Shannon have to say about what's been happening lately in that Big Brother house. All right, I'll click on the play button of the cassette tape now. You've been there the whole time. I have, but I'm also like, is this, did I screw it up? But I... I I don't think so. But I was actually sad that wasn't recording because I was being hilarious for the record. Oh, what were you saying? I was mostly like, every time you were like, are you talking? I would be like, la, 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 la. La, 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 la. And then I'd go, Richard can't hear me. (laughs) It was was Yeah, that's... The honest to goodness truth. And the other thing I said, well, I said many things, but one of the other things I said, I said, doesn't Zencaster know that we're doing this very late at night? Um, yes. And that it shouldn't be doing this test when we're trying to rush it through. Right. I know. We're trying to get this in under the wire. Under the wire. We have had setback after setback. Mm. Oh my goodness. So let's get into it then, shall we? Yes, without further ado. I just want to center us on where we are in Big Brother. I feel like we should start there. Mm-hmm. So this was week seven this week. We started with 16 people. This week we had nine people, if I'm correct. And so now that someone was voted out tonight or slash yesterday when you're hearing this or maybe it's light years away from when you're hearing this i don't know i don't control when you hear things Um, right so now we're down to eight does that sound right with you richard it sounds right so that's where we're at in big brother and so i feel like we have to start with what happened last thursday because we learned so much about what happened last thursday on sunday oh i know um, and so one thing I want to start with is that I think Big Brother is doing a good job on something they have never done a historically a good job before on. It was mm-hmm. showing us the fact that people of color, specifically black folks, are playing two games instead of one game. 
Um, yeah. And so they are showing us that, and that is making this an entirely different Big Brother experience, but I'm very glad they're showing us it, but it is heartbreaking. So heartbreaking. So throughout, on Sunday, I don't even know where to begin with this. So it's just like, basically it's like, David and Devon spend their entire diary room sessions not talking strategy, you know, like not making, like talking about like how they're going to like play the big brother game. Whereas like Danny and Nicole are just like strategy, strategy, strategy. Um, and they're just like, I just want to play with people who look like me, but I don't know if I can trust this person um, because of like what these other people are saying in like, and so then it's like, that's so, that's such a heavy emotional burden to bear on top of being in a house completely isolated, which is the game of Big Brother. Right. And not to mention that there were plans in place that were meant to make David look worse than he actually is toward Devon. And she accepted that information hook, line, and sinker, but not because she's actually gullible, but because she's also trying to do a third thing. You know, she's trying to play for her position being a person of color. She wants someone watching in the audience that looks like her to know that there are people that look like her that can succeed. That's one, that's one level. The other level of course is just winning big brother in general. This third level is I'm going to try to accomplish those two goals by stifling my personality a little bit because I need to forgive Nicole, even though she stabbed me in the front or the back or however However, she perceived that. Devon was like, I need to trust Nicole. And I'm believing that Nicole would not lie to me several more times and David has been acting shady. So it's just like a mixed bag that she's dealing with. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So they're not only having to, like people in the white folks in the house are like worried about how America perceives them, but they're not worried. You know, it's just like, they're just like, oh, like, you know what? It pans out how it pans out. Whereas like, she's literally like, people look up to me. <laughs> like, like there are so few people on TV who look like me, who play this game, and none of them have ever made it to the end. So that's like part of that emotional weight that's on her as she like does this every day. So shout out to Devon, shout out to to all the all the black folks and all the people of color who play Big Brother, which is something that Devon she shouted she shouted them out tonight, which I thought was beautiful. But let's so let's. Yes. Specific about what happened on Sunday. So, la- well, we have to start with last Thursday. Last Thursday, Ian was voted out. Uh, yeah. There was a whole thing all week. Nicole's super tight with Ian, but she's a part of the committee. Um, which, once again, so Ian, when Ian's in the house, there's nine people, right? Or is there ten? This is why I tried to be clear about it in the beginning, because I keep getting confused. Yeah, I think that mathematically would be 10. Okay, yeah. So when Ian was there, it was 10. But Nicole's a part of this six-person alliance, the committee, who've run the game the whole time. And it should be noted that, like, everybody in the committee is <laughs> is white and, like, conventionally attractive and, like, neurotypical. So it's like nobody thought that they should be working with people who don't look like them. 
even mm. though there's people who don't look like them in the house. Um, yeah. So it's like, none of this is like intentional, but it's like, mm, you've got some real oversights here, people. Um, and uh, And I don't know if it was super unintentional or not, because the person that may have organized the committee initially seemed to be Memphis, right? Even though other people like tagged along, right. he was the one kind of like organizing it. And he strikes me as the most problematic of For the sure. group, in my opinion. For sure. And, but the thing is like intentions don't matter. Impact is what matters. Oh so yes. No, I, exa- I exactly know what you mean by that yeah. too. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So the impact is they're excluding everybody who's not white and conventionally attractive because it's a six person alliance, but really it's seven with Enzo. Yeah. They always add Enzo and they're like, Enzo's not in the committee. I'm like, yeah, only by title alone. Yeah. Like it's like, yes, he is. Y'all all have final two deals with him. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but Nicole is super tight with Ian. She's trying to like, and so Tyler's on the block. So anyways, you can listen to last week's episode. But it results with Nicole siding with the committee and voting Ian out. And so one thing, if you're needing any, like, backstory on anybody from this season, you should listen to Richard and I on Richard's other podcast, watch your TV show, break down the season premiere. We talk about Big Brother for two hours. So if you're like, I don't want to watch this show that's three hours a week, um, listen to that. You'll get the whole breakdown in two hours. And then I think everything we say will make more sense. Um, yeah. But in that, we talked a lot about how almost everybody coming into the house is in a relationship. So showmances aren't going to impact the game. Um, and so for me, I was just like, let's see how that plays out. And I feel like last week is when we saw that really come to pass because I thought Tyler was going to go home. I thought Nicole was going to convince people. And that's me thinking like their friendship is a showmance, but it's not a showmance. Right. It's a friendship and she's got actually got no loyalty to him in the way that someone would have to their showman's, right? She's not like she's like Ian will forgive me after this. And it's like of course he will, but it's also like you're not trying to like make meals together every day after this like you would with a showman's, you know? Right. You're not trying to get married. Right. So it's like so it's like it's easier to forgive a friend than like try and cultivate a life with someone based on a lie. And mm. Ian was so adorable at the end of that episode, being like, oh, I'm so relieved it was a game move and it wasn't just people being dumb. <laughs> right, because he yeah. was disappointed in the bad gameplay until right. he realized that there was a couple of alliances he didn't know about. But yeah, you're right. Yeah. He was like, that's great. I love a game move, <laughs> you know? But he's just like, I am not going out of this house because people are being dumb. And then he was like, whoo, so relieved. Um so, yeah, I think we really, that's when we really saw, sorry, that's when we really saw there's, none of these relationships are showmances. This is all game, which is allowing people to be entirely loyal to this alliance. Yep. So normally, we, I have never in my however many years of watching Big Brother seen a large six slash seven person alliance formed in the first week, make it to week seven. Yeah, there's usually a couple breaks um, before it gets to this point. And the fact that they're still loyal is, it's creating a very boring show for us as fans. But 
I can't fault some of the gameplay, but then again, you know, it's always triple things I'm thinking about. I'm thinking gameplay wise, maybe it's smart, but then like optically slash like just being a humane person. Yeah. Yeah. They weren't thinking about, oh, it's, I'm, oh, I don't know how to say this. Every season there's a pretty boy alliance or a pretty girl alliance, yeah. but this takes it too far when it becomes like, oh, our skin color matches, therefore we're together. That's just wrong. Yes, absolutely. And it's just like, it just shows, once again, this is about impact, not intention. So it's mm. like there was like a little like graphic going around recently that was like, it's fucking weird that all your friends are white. And it did say fucking, I didn't just add that in. But it's like, mm-hmm. it's fucking weird that your entire friend group is white. And so it's like that I feel like is what's happening. So they're like, no, we're just six slash seven people aligned. And it's like, no, that's weird that at no point were you like, oh, this black person I just met is trustworthy. Like there's something happening in your mind, whether you're intending it or not where you're immediately trusting white people in a way that you aren't people of color. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so, yeah. So, but I also think the reason the committee plus Enzo had stayed together this long is one, they were able to win things, but two, because nobody's in a showmance, there's no showmance drama to like pit people against each other in the Alliance. Um, and people can just, keep being like, well, it's the Alliance. And I'm just like, on what planet are we ever this loyal to an Alliance? Right. So I say all that because to me that comes into play a lot this week. Um, Because at a certain point, we are now now in week seven. There There was nine people left this week. And seven of those people are in an Alliance. Yes. Where was there 10 this week? Oh. The only, people, the only people outside of the Alliance this week were Kevin, David, and Davon. Yeah. So I guess that's, is that 10 people? You guys, I'm not good at math. I know. I believed you on the math too. So if it's 10 it this week matter. and now it's nine, right. it was 11 last week. But y'all get what I'm saying, right? Is that it's seven versus three this week. And so you're you're about to have to go against your alliance. You've now almost made it to your target point. The people in your alliance are now your biggest threat with this few people left and this many people you're aligned with because they're playing the exact same game as you. So why are we mm-hmm. pretending like three people only aligned with each other is even remotely a threat? But everybody in that alliance is still pretending like that's what's happening. But also it becomes incredibly messed up when those three people are the only people of color left in this house. Right. (laughs) Like it's so wild. So that's, that's what's on my mind this week. So on Sunday we get the breakdown of what happened on Thursday, which is Danny and Nicole developed this game move. One Kevin makes, I think the biggest mistake of this game so far. I cannot believe Kevin did this. So Nicole is like working on a plan to save Ian. And so that requires Davon, Kevin, David, and herself to vote for uh, Tyler to leave. And then Danny is HOH to break the tie. But here's the thing. Danny publicly said she wanted Ian to stay, but she didn't. She wanted Tyler to stay. Mm-hmm. This doesn't make any sense because she doesn't tr- trust Tyler, but she's like, well, I'm in an alliance with Tyler. But she was, like, trying to get him up on the block the week before. 
So mm-hmm. anyway, but she's got all this blood on her hands. And so they have this plan, but Nicole knows what that Danny's not going to go for it. And so she, she talked to everybody in the committee. Nobody's going for it and they don't have her back. Um, and so for, for me where I'm standing, like I'm, I'm right. There's that few people left. All these people are on my side. Like, let's blow up this alliance. But Nicole sticks with the alliance. Um, but here's the mistake Kevin made is, is David agrees to vote out Ian and nobody believes him. Understandably. Keep in mind, literally days before, he uses a power to save himself and is literally acting like he didn't. And everybody's like, why are you lying about something so, so small that everybody knows that you're doing? Like, what else are you willing to lie about? So nobody trusts him, understandably. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Sorry, I was just going to say, yeah. and... Uh, that's the hard part about this. It's the communication. I think even though I do not agree with the bullying that Memphis um, does enact against David. Yeah. There's a, there's a point, there's a reason why he kind of is picking on David because everyone else is actually a returnee player and David technically is getting a do over from his season where he left right away so he doesn't quite blend in in that respect as a game player. And he didn't take the time to study the game. Anyway, you were saying that Kevin goes ahead. So yeah, so David's like, hey, I'm play- I'm going to vote for Ian. And every- and everybody has to individually go check in with him being like, are you for real? Are you seriously doing this? Are we going to mess up our games because you're lying right now? And he's just like, yeah, yeah. Um, and he is telling the truth. And he's like, yes, I want more blood on Danny's hands which is, I think, a great reason to do it. Um, mm-hmm. I was, like, shocked by his his awareness around that. I was like, yes, I, I love this idea. I love it. I'm here for it. Because um, even if it doesn't work out with Ian staying, like, they're, like, we've got some drama, and we've got, once again, it's on Danny's hands. She's already nominated four people. And so David tells this to Kevin, and then Kevin goes to Danny and says this verbatim to her, as if that's going to convince her that that he's on board and this is something she should do. Yeah, that was no. very weird. Like, that is the worst idea, Kevin. Like, that's so sweet that you think that's helpful, but it's, it's, why not just be like, no, David's on board. Like, he didn't need, he didn't need to say that. And it only gives her incentive to be against David. Um, Mm -hmm. and so then Danny thinks of a plan, which is a good game move, but once again, because she's white, she only has to play big brother. And because of how the alliances shake out, it, it's what happens next is a bad look. Um, so she then is like, okay, Nicole is going to vote for, uh, for, for Ian to go. Um, and then we're, we're not, so that way I don't have to break the tie and that blood's not on me, but we're gonna, she and I are gonna, Nicole and I are gonna act disappointed, um, that Ian didn't stay. We're gonna say that was our plan all along. Um, and we're gonna pin it on David. Um, so, and because David had been lying about something as little as this, using this power, um, Davon and Kevin don't believe him when he says he vo- he voted the way he said he was going to vote. 
Right. And as much as Nicole that whole week was like, oh, it's weighing on me that I have to lie to Davon, but it's for my game and I feel bad. I don't doubt that she feels bad. No, but it's not. But it's like the reason that it's happening is because you guys are the bottom level of an alliance that is going to turn on you very shortly, yes. but you're going to be okay and complicit in fooling someone who's kind of your side ally. And then if she gets voted out, then you're fine with it technically. Um, so yeah, it's, it looks very messed up. Um, and it creates a lot of tension between David and Devon um like pitting them against each other and so Devon the whole week is literally just trying to find out the truth she's like I don't want to be pitted against you know like this person um just like on a personal level and so like that's what Devon's talking about when she talks about like personal game move and why weeks ago Christmas doesn't understand it because once again Christmas being a white person only has to play big brother on one level and like isn't doesn't have to think about like how this is looking to like an entire community of people um because she's like i just like i just want to know the truth so that i'm not i'm not bashing a person i shouldn't be bashing on television right um and so yeah so there's a big fight everyone's upset understandably like i mean i get david blown up i'd be blown up too he's like no like nobody's believing me um so it was heartbreaking. And mm-hmm. so then Memphis wins HOH. And we are, I shouldn't say we, I don't know how Richard feels, but I'm assuming I am upset. Yeah. Um, this- I'm not excited for Memphis. Uh, this is his second HOH. And he's the first one of the whole season to win HOH a second time. Gross. This is not what we want watching Big Brother. Mm -mm, Um, We're mm -mm. not rooting for Memphis in the slightest. Well, and he's boring at the game, too, because he doesn't tell people what his plan is, which kind of screws him over in a way, but it screws us over in a way, too, because he's not telling us what's going on a lot of the time. Right, and there's just, like, there was no reason this week to... So... Every, this is his second time winning HOH, and both times he's tried to dictate the entire week to people. And it's like, no. <laughs> do you, I, you do realize you have to, like, play a game and get people to do things that they don't know that you're getting them to do. Like, that is the game. And he's just like, this is what we're going to do after I've already made the decision. And it's like, why would anybody go along with that, mm-hmm. Memphis? Yeah. Well, it's because... In Big Brother 10, he had Dan Giesling misting every house guest yeah. into doing their will. He doesn't have the same misting power. I'm not even close. Mm-mm. So, yeah, after he wins HOH, Memphis is like, I'm not telling anybody what I'm doing. And we eventually learn that his plan is to backdoor David, which, Richard, if that's not the stupidest idea I ever heard. Yeah, one What's David doing in this game? We've Take already admitted. Door, if you want him out, like what? Yeah, it's not like he's a quote-unquote huge threat, except for maybe in a racist way. You might think, right. "Oh, I don't like David for some unknown 
reason in my brain that I'm not conscious of. Yeah, that's bad. And it's just like, he doesn't think you're working with him. Like, you've got no relationship with him. There is no reason not to just nominate him. That's true. Yeah, you don't have to save face right. because he knows you're picking on him. And and the weird thing was how everything turns out in the end. It's really weird. He lies to David initially, and then it it all Comes flips on it. its head anyway. So it's like, <laughs> it's weird that it's that was weird. the big backdoor plan. Usually you save that for Tyler, you know? You save it for somebody who's going to win that comp, who's going to go hard in that comp. And where you have no other choice but to get them out. Like, you have to fire and you can't miss. And it's like, you've already put him on the block. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what is what is this idea? So, he doesn't tell anybody who he nominates. And he ends up nominating Kevin and Devon. Um, and he says he's doing it because Devon used the veto. And for I'm, like, so annoyed that everybody in the committee is like, yeah, that's why. And it's like, that's not why. Yeah. Yes, and like, and I kind of going to come back to bite her. And it's like, no, it didn't like. Yeah. And that's the thing that I hate, too, is Cody and Danny and Nicole and everyone really was saying, well, we told Davon not to use it. It'd be in her best interest not to use it. But guess what? They were going to send Kevin home. Yeah, no, they were doing this. They were they were both going up regardless of what happened last week. Right. So it's like. There's why, an order. Right. <laughs> so it's like, why, why, like, why are you pretend, like, they're pretending even with each other. It's just like a weird, it's just weird. Well, I call it gaslighting, but they're also gaslighting each other. Like, it's like they've gaslit themselves, though. Like, it's like they really believe that this is why. And Danny's like, I was trying to protect her last week. And it's like, no. You weren't. You were trying to get rid of her number one friend slash ally because you already got rid of the other number one friend slash ally. Yeah. And so the other thing that we have to talk about before all this is the have not situation. That was ridiculous. Ridiculous. So the entitlement of these people who have been running this whole game is wild. So Mm -hmm. the people who were have nots were David, Davon, and Ian. Oh my gosh, I wonder how that happened when it's being chosen by the other people in the house. Like, it's just, on every level, it's messed up. And because Ian was voted out, there's only two have-nots. So Which is strategy. that People have been talking about this on the internet. They're like, ooh, if people clued into this a little earlier, they could have just voted out everyone that was a have-not, and this would have been, like, down to one or zero have not said this point, but that we have two brilliant. right now. That is brilliant. I love that. Um, so yeah, so the per- so Davon picks first, and she's just like Christmas. Um, and Christmas is like really, really, and it's like, yeah, like she has to pick someone. You put her on the block, like you vote, like you pitted her and her best friend against each other, like. Yeah, really. Like, how can, like, how, how, how can you be mad? Davon, I thought we were good. Oh my God. I, I thought we cleared that up. You're gonna hold grudges. And it's like, she's got it. It's not a grudge, it's a game move. Right. But also, it's like, why not? She's like mad she didn't put her only ally now left in this house because he actually does okay as I have not. But it's like, why would she? 
why would she do that, Christmas? And also, like, what has gone wrong for you in this game? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> you have and and Christmas can't have it both ways. If it's not personal right. that she sent Bailey home, I thought we were over this, Davon. It was just a game move. It's also just a game move that Davon is picking you. It's like tit right. for tat whether it's personal or in the game, you can't have it both ways. And also it's not like Devon told you explicitly that she wasn't and then did it anyways and like used information against her. It's like a very light game move compared to what she did as a Yeah, it's like, have you been a have not yet Christmas? Oh, how about you? Your turn. Yeah. Um. So we deal with that. And then I did feel a, just a smidge bad about the second one um, where David picks Cody and Cody had just like made this giant taco meal for everyone and like everybody was literally sitting down eating the mm -hmm. meal but he was like oh i'll eat after and then gets picked to be a have not mm -hmm. and so and that's taco thursday for you taco thursday um <laughs> so that i did i did i was just like oh i can't imagine like cooking and being hungry being like i'll eat that in a second and then being a have not um but also what has gone wrong for like this is literally the worst thing that's happened to cody in this game yeah cody is an untouchable. So, like, you're fine, Cody. Go go yeah. make your protein shake. Yeah, be at peace. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's what happens there. We then pick players for the veto. Which, uh, this is just messed up, because um, Nicole and Danny's little deceit panned out, because how... How many times in Big Brother do both of the nominees get house guest choice? You know what I mean? So rarely it feels a little bit planted. Yeah, I don't they always um say that it's random draw, but I'm always so dubious about it, but there was a time in Big Brother OTT where someone dug into the bag because they just couldn't believe that the chips were correct and they looked and the chips were correct. Oh. And so I just think it's um fate or some sort of like diabolical like I, I don't know how that kismet or that karma I don't know how that all works but it's just cr like it's like inconceivable is what yeah. the, the word I'm trying to say yeah. so yeah they both get house guest choice and then what happens Richard oh well they should pick David, 100% either of them should pick David. David said he would save one of them. They don't believe him. He's a liar. He voted wrong. <laughs> um, who can we trust? The only two people in the game we can trust are these two girls, Nicole and Danny. And it's like, no! Like, that's the opposite. <laughs> um, but also, like, why Why wouldn't they? Because um, like, at least they're talking to them. Like the other, like you guys, the other people in this house, once who are exclusively white dudes in Christmas, aren't talking to them at all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and because at this point, most of the people are kind of filled in on what Memphis wants to do, and half the house is like, "That's a bad plan," and the other house is like, half of the house is like, "Uh, okay." So um, Danny and Nicole, yet. they don't actually know yet until after the veto. That's true. Yeah. Which was so I think Danny and Nicole would have used the veto if they should win. You know? I think they were planning to as well. But so they have so they have this veto pool where it's Danny and Nicole because of House Guest Choice, Kevin, uh, Devon, Memphis, and then Memphis pulls 
Tyler's name out. And so then mm-hmm. Memphis hasn't, once again, hasn't told anybody's plan and goes to, to Danny Nicole, Tyler being like, this is perfect. I want to backdoor David. And they're like, you want to do what? They're like, that doesn't make sense. And they're like, so just throw it to them or throw it to me. And they're like, yeah. okay. He's, he's such the dictator, like you said. Uh, throw it to me. Throw it to them. This is my plan. And they're like, blindsided us right now. They're like, and so everybody just is like, okay. But everyone's like, we're not doing, why would, why would they do any of that? This is all stars. They're not going to throw you a veto. Right. So then he goes to Devon and Kevin and is like, hey, this is perfect. This is my plan. I'm backdooring David. And they're, and they're like, great. Because once again, they think David's against them. Uh, right. Because they actually are, they're actually convinced because of David and because of the plot yeah. against David that. He's no good. Yeah. So they play this veto. Tyler wins. Which is funny because he won the maze challenge in his season in BB20. That is some great history. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like if Tyler plays, he would be the front runner. And so he does win. Yes. Um... And so, and here's what I do not understand. There are, what did we land on? Nine people, eight people, ten people? Either way, it's a small number. Seven people are working together. They, Tyler's like, I'm not using this veto. There's doesn't make any sense. Memphis is like, no, it makes sense. No, it makes sense. And then he gets Memphis on board by being like, Davon's too close with Danny. Davon's too close with Danny. And it's like... Backdoor Danny. I know. I don't know why they didn't even think of that. Because if you want to get a big target out, like Devon is not the one with the power. It's Danny. There's no reason to keep this number anymore if you're voting people out because you don't trust their relationship. They're so committed to their dumb made-up alliance that is actually panning out that they're like... Here's the thing, Richard. It's not going to pan out if all of their resumes are the same. I know. So this is what I like. I was just like, this is a this is a back door. (laughs) Like, you wanted a back door, you got it. Why are you using it to vote out Devon? Yeah. Like you. That's a waste for them. This is a joke, and they're like, "Well, she's not in our alliance," and it's like. Yeah, but about to be, you're about to have to go after your alliance. So, like, you got, like, you have to be the first one to jump. I know. They're they're so complacent. They're playing BB Baby, yeah. Big Brother Baby. Uh. Yeah, and so then uh, Devon gives a beautiful veto speech um, where she's like, Taylor, I'm not going to ask you to use this veto. And it was heartbreaking because it's like, Sure, her like she was like clearly holding back tears, being like, "I'm not gonna plead to you, like I know what you're gonna do. I know what's happening right now." Yeah, don't use it because I know you're not going to anyway. Right. So she's like, "I'm not gonna like beg for my baby life to you," um, and that's why we love Davon. And then he was like, "I choose not to use the power of veto." Oh. Yeah. Um. 
So then we're brought to tonight's episode. Yeah, and we didn't even mention that Zingbot was there. Zingbot which was there. Is, yeah, a Big Brother staple. Um, this is a robot. Um, I think he's from... He's like an alien robot. They call him Zingbot 3000, I believe. Yes. And he, for the last decade or so, has been zinging the house guests, which is uh, basically uh, what they do, the roast, the yeah. Comedy Central roast, yeah. but for the house guests. Yeah, and I felt his jokes were boring, which is probably why. They were pretty boring. Um, the ones that were mean were they called Danny old? And I'm like, Danny doesn't look old. Also, she looks great. Just like, why would you attack one, a woman with that? Like, it's, it just wasn't in good form. I felt like they should have said Danny wears old lady Afghans as sweaters. That's fair. <laughs> they should have, they should have. That's fine. She looks great, but that sweater reminded me of an Afghan. So there you go. Like, pe- let people age, please. Especially yeah. let women age. Yeah, they called Cody dumb, which is fair, because recently on that the live feeds, you didn't know this, but he doesn't believe that people can be a part of their state. So a Washingtonian, he doesn't believe that's a thing. He's like, no, you're American. You're not a Washingtonian. They're like, no, Washingtonian. He's like, that's not even a word. And everyone was like, okay, haven't you heard of Texan? He's yeah, Texan's an animal. What? Yeah, he he understands the word New Yorker, but if you have like Washingtonian, um, if you have Oregonian, that's not a word. This is because he's from New Jersey, and New New Jersey is a dumb word, and nobody uses it. Yeah, He's like I'm from New York, New Jersey. I'm an American. He, this is this is gross. This isn't a good look for him. But also, I see where it comes from. Um, yeah, so that's why they're like his IQ is ten. Yeah, no, that was that was actually the best Zingbot joke. Um, I felt like <laughs> without even knowing that backstory. Yeah, you were like, I buy it. I was just like, yeah. Um. So, to what happened? I don't even remember what happened. All right, sorry. We were we were skipping to um the eviction night. Yes. So basically it it goes basically like we've been oh. saying just more more um Nicole lying to Devon but yeah. feeling bad about it. Yeah. And, and halfway yeah. through this episode, I am furious. Yes, you messaged me. I messaged you because I was furious. So, like, Danny and Nicole are trying to campaign for Devon to stay because she believes their plot, right? Like, that's because they've successfully manipulated her, which is, like, it's Big Brother. And once again, if it wasn't, if this wasn't, like, just such a shady thing, like, you know, it's, like, I really want to appreciate this game move. And it's, like, it would you're pitting two black people against each other. It's not a good look. Um, right. And so, but so she's trying to convince Devon, like to get people to keep Devon. And so they're working on Christmas, but Christmas isn't aligned on Danny's side of the committee sides at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she then goes to David mm-hmm. and she literally, the first sentence out of her mouth was, I'm not trying to entrap 
and trap you. And I was immediately like, that sounds like, like, I have never gone to someone and be like, look, I'm not in trap, trap. I can't even say that word. I'm not in trap. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm not entrapping you right now. Like that's, that's like you say, I'm not racist, but like you're about to entrap someone. Right. Um, I've asked you in this room alone with the door closed, not to entrap you, no one's but talking. to make it so it's hard for you to leave this room yeah. while you're talking to me. And to pit you into a crappy situation where you have to- Right. Which is sad because it is attacking his vulnerability, which yeah. is actually not a bad move on Christmas, but it's just shady, you know? It's so bad because, so I'm already like, what? And then yeah. halfway through this conversation, she's like, I know you did what you said you did in regards to the Ian vote. And I'm just like, you monster. How yeah. can you pretend to be on his side right now? How can you be using this to be on his side and not defend him? Yeah, it was weaponizing his his um, vulnerability against yes. him because no one believed him. And she's yes. like, I believe you. And it's just like, no, you me. didn't give a shit about that. Right. So I was, that's what made me furious. I was just like, you're and so he is in such a bad spot in this game where this is the best conversation he's had about game no one will talk game to him and christmas finally taught game so to he's him he's like oh my gosh someone is talking game with me i'm like i have to go with them and it's just like no she literally just told you she knew like she she knew the truth and didn't have your back in the slightest right which is just another... So if I'm David, like, if I'm David, I'm blowing up, right? I'm, I I would go straight to Devon. I would bring Christmas out publicly. We are having a house meeting. Yes. But David is just like, I finally have someone talking game to me. <laughs> it's so sad. I know. It was... It was sad and it was infuriating. And another thing that they cut out of the edited episode, which it, it was obvious to me because <laughs> I knew what she said in that meeting ahead of time. And when I'm watching it, she's like, all right, pinky swear. And he's like, okay. And then they cut, but she said, swear on CrossFit. And he was like, I pinky swear. And she's like, you got to do it on CrossFit. That's important because she is a CrossFit fiend. Yes. She serves the CrossFit gods. Yes. She literally <laughs> beguiled David upon the sanctity of CrossFit. Wild. Yeah, wild. And I, it's funny that it got edited out because you. this is what they said in the show. Pinky swear me. I swear. That's important. And in my head, I'm like, oh, no, she's saying CrossFit's important. <laughs> no. <laughs> right. CrossFit and Big Brother and um, winning. That's important. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that... I think we can just jump to the vote. Yeah. Right. Which means she basically bought David's vote because yeah. I think he was originally going to vote for Davon to stay. Not that it would have like made a big difference in the scheme yeah. of things, but But why would he be on the wrong side of the votes again? 
Exactly. Mm-hmm. It kind of makes sense. Yes. But oh, I don't Devon got a vote to stay from Danny and Nicole. Which is like, I think they, I, so I think they thought David and Christmas were on board. We're going to have to watch next week to know. Um, yeah. Because it seems like at the end, like Danny was surprised. Um, That's true. Yeah. Because earlier in the episode, Danny was like, we should vote out Kevin. Right. 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 Yeah. Um, But Kevin and Devon both great, gave great, <gasps> passionate, beautiful, heartbreaking speeches uh, at their speech time. And Devon probably had the best speech of Big Brother history. Of Big Brother history. I can't do it any justice. You should Google it and look it up because I'm sure it's yeah. on the internet. Um, it was it was beautiful. Totally. And Devon, if you Google your name and you somehow find us talking about you, please know that was beautiful and we don't deserve you. We don't deserve you, Devon. You're so good. It was... Yes, you've done a great job. Yeah, so, I cried. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I. It was. It was beautiful. Um. So we've now we've now lost Devon to the jury house, and so here's what I don't understand: is they told Ian, Tyler and Nicole in their goodbye messages to Ian, told Ian about why he was being voted out, which once mm-hmm. again gave Ian a lot of relief. Um. And so it's like, but you're then bringing someone to the jury house who knows, which is powerful. Yeah. Um, because they will then tell everybody else. Because everybody goes to the same jury house. So yeah. once, once one juror has one piece of information, everybody on that jury is going to have it before you have a chance to say anything. Right. Um. And so it's not clear to me. It seems like Devon found out in the goodbye messages what Danny and Nicole did. But I'm just like, she was going to find out at the jury house. Yeah. So you're not thinking this whole week to tell her? Well, and (laughs) suspiciously, I do think she may have been tipped off about it. It seemed like it from her speech, but then it also didn't seem like it during the videos. Yeah, unless they told her to pretend like she didn't already know. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. But it I could be a production thing where she did kind of already know that information, but they're like, we need to film you, quote unquote, finding out yeah. about it, you know? That makes sense. Yeah, uh, that's what I think might have happened. Okay. But there's no way to like 100% know for sure. Yeah. So, but it to me, it doesn't make sense from a jur- jury management perspective to not tell her sooner than the day she's evicted. They should have a hundred percent admitted it in the house. Like, especially like at the point where it's just her and Kevin on the block. That's when you start working on her jury vote. Yeah, because she's already out the door. Yeah, like, <laughs> um, and so, she was already going to give that good speech no matter what. Right. And it's like, like, Devon gave her, Nicole, a chance again, like, after everything said and done, just be like, hey, can you just tell me the truth? Um, Like, just, like, person to person, like, not even mad about game. And, like, Nicole is still like, no, no, I didn't. I voted. I voted to keep Ian. Um, And it just doesn't, I was just like, Nicole, she is going to talk to Ian. Like, she's going to talk to Ian. Like, you need to tell her. Um, so yeah, 
Yeah. So we don't have any idea what this HOH is? No, we don't. But we have so much information about the next upcoming week. We do. We know Otev's coming back. Go Otev. We know triple eviction next week. Never been done before. Unprecedented for Big Brother US. Yes, I don't know how that's going to work. They must be bringing people back, yeah? I hope so. I hope that means that there's a jury buyback, but it's not for sure because they could just stretch out the last couple weeks. They could. Um, so, but what's uh, next week called, Richard? What's what? What's next week called? It had a fun name because of a fun guest. <gasps> Was it called the Big Brother Neighbor or something or other? Something about neighbors, yeah. Who's their neighbor? Um, Big Brother 2 winner and Big Brother All-Star 1 contestant, Dr. Will Kirby. Yes. Big name. Uh, I did not think the neighbor would be that big of a name. I didn't either. I was pretty sure. Well, I thought it might be Dan or Derek. And I was like, it doesn't make any sense for it to be Dan with Memphis being in the house. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was like, maybe it's Derek. And then it was Dr. Will Kirby. And it was just like, that's a good move. Great move. He's so fun. He's entertainment. Yes. He, he I, I mean, it costs $100 to cameo him. Oh, wow. Yeah. Not cameoing him. I know. He said, I charge $100 because I'm worth it. And I'm like, he's probably right, though. It, I'm sure people are paying $100. For yeah. He's like, you want a good cameo? You'll pay for it. Yeah. And that's what I am. Dr. Will, he's charismatic. He doesn't win competitions. He um, is all social game. Yes. But he gets to harass his neighbors because he moved in next door. He's probably going to... Um, it sounds like he's going to offer prizes instead of yeah. power. Yeah. Okay, I like it. I'm I'm curious to see it. Yeah, so we have um, at least some different things happening next week. Um, that that way-wise. Yeah, and I could not predict three people going home. No, but I'm honestly, I'm glad for it. <laughs> it could speed up some things. Because you can't, if you get Devin and Kevin out, you at least have to get one committee slash Enzo member out. That's right. Which I don't think, I, th I think next week's the week they finally turn on each other. But I say that every week. I'm just hoping because it's like, it doesn't make any sense that y'all are still working together. <laughs> I know. It's inconceivable. It's, I'm just like, you are, how could you pretend like anybody else is a threat other than the people you're aligned with? Yeah. Ridiculous. Uh, so the other thing we need to talk about very quickly is on Sunday night's episode, when they're talking to Nicole, Nicole is wearing, she's like doing her face routine and she's wearing a pink bow with white polka dots. <gasps> yes. And I said, I own that. <laughs> um, ah! um, I was like, wait a second. Like, that's what I use when I do my face routine. I own that. And then I was remembering when Janelle was in the house and she had put a chemical peel on her face and like, yes. it was like, what are you like in, like got too sciencey about it and freaked her out. 
and I didn't own that at the time, but it was on my like list of things to buy at the time. And I was like, I know what Janelle's putting on her face. And I sense own it. Um, and then also Nicole fell out of the bathtub this week in a bathing suit that yes. I own in a different print. Oh, you're so good. So you like, um, you're like, what does my photograph have in common with Big Brother? And I could only get one of those things. <laughs> so, yeah. So I put all three on and showed it to Richard and tried to have a guessing game out of it. But I just thought it was, like, so funny because I'm like, I'm not – I don't – like, I don't own that many things, one. Um, but, <laughs> but two, I'm, yeah, so it was just, like, it was really funny to me how many things I was just like, wait, I, like, I've never watched a TV show and been like, I own that, I own that, I own that. Or, like, I need to get that. Um, but I apparently we're all in the same – what I think it is, it's especially, like, the face. Like, two of them are related to, like, skincare. And it's just, like, people do a lot of skincare in Big Brother because what else are you doing? And yeah. I started doing a lot of skincare because of quarantine because what else am I doing? Right. So that's that's how I'm assuming it happened. But I it did it was a funny, all those things are funny coincidence to me. Very funny. You stacked on the Big Brother references to the nth degree. Yes. And so I do just want to explain what Janelle had on her face for a bit. So it's the ordinary, it's... So The Ordinary is like a very cheap, affordable skincare brand um, that they just put like their, the ingredients on the package. They don't have like fun names for it. So it's a chemical peel, which is like a chemical exfoliant. Um, so it's mm -hmm. got, thir it's 30%. I can't, I've never had to say this, these letters out loud before. I would say... They're H A H A. They're alpha hydroxy somethings, and then two percent BHAs. Um, and so, like Ian had her all freaked out about like the percentages and things, and being like, "No, you're putting acid on your face," which you are, but you, it's very safe uh, if you use it correctly. So you should not use it for longer than ten minutes. Um, yeah, you need to wash it off after ten minutes. You need to not put a whole bunch on. Um, you need to not like have it dripping down your face. You just have to use it correctly. So Ian, you were wrong. There you go. There you go. I love it. Yes. Um, and actually last night was my first time using it and I, I'm pretty into it. Awesome. It feels very soft today. It's good to know that it works. Yeah, so we'll see if there's any, it obviously like my face didn't magically change from one usage, but I'm curious to see um, um, if it helps with further uses. But you also, another piece of it is like, you should not use it more than twice a week. I'm not going to use it more than once a week. Once again, it's a very strong like chemical exfoliant. So you shouldn't be exfoliating with chemical exfoliants or really any exfoliant more than three times a week. Um, that's like your max. But a lot of people exfoliate every day and and, and I used to be one of them pre-quarantine, but now that I now that I've become a scientist of my face, mm -hmm. um, you should not exfoliate that much. So, well, there you go. The more you know. The more you know. Okay, should we let people stop listening to us now? Sure, sounds good. I can't wait to recap this. Just different, wild, exciting, unexpected week of next. But until then, I'll say goodbye. Bye.
So there you have it, Gretchen. Once there was three people of color left in the house, and now it is but mm. two. And this one was a tough one. Poor Davon put all of her trust in Nicole, and they had a plan to make her distrust David, which is not hard because David is an accidental shady person. He's like telling the truth, but it just always sounds shady. Oh, coming that's from an him. unfortunate thing to have happen with your voice. Yeah, he's like, I, I voted, I voted the way that we agreed on and she's like tell me who you voted out was it tyler or ian he's like the way we agreed upon can you just say the words david i, I voted out tyler thank you i don't believe you <laughs> but he was really telling the truth he was telling the truth, so their whole relationship is messed. Oh, I think, I think David could benefit from something I'm making up right now. It's called chemistry training, and that is where you go through some training on how to develop chemistry with people more quickly. Because that you telling me that story made me think of when you and I were in a reality show formatted improv show. And we had a very quick, uh, let, it's too long to get into now. And also nobody wants to hear about things that happened in improv months and months ago. Nobody wants to hear about things that happened in improv yesterday. But uh, we had a very quick change of plans because <laughs> it was formatted just like any real reality show where people get voted out. And Richard, you and I locked eyes and you seriously made like one quarter of an inch head movement. And I knew exactly what you meant. And we aligned our votes psychically and we were able to save each other's butts from getting uh, evicted, voted off of the island of this reality show, uh, which wasn't really a reality show. But anyway, so I think another opportunity for David, something I'm calling chemistry training you can sign up for chemistry training at daily chit chat underscore on twitter also what are your thoughts about the idea of chemistry training go over to that old apple podcast page rate us review us it really, really helps. We know we have a lot of loyal listeners who have made us part of their daily routine, their morning routine. We love that we're able to do that for you. So go ahead and just show us a little love back and rank us five stars, please. Um, no, we don't want any constructive criticism. Just give us five stars and write a little blurb. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. Have a wonderful weekend, and we look forward to reading your cute little blurbs when we come back. Thanks for being part of our daily chit chat. Be sure to join us again. Was that good? <laughs>